Mic check, Melanin Magic. Mic check. Welcome. Hello, everyone. This is Nisha. I'm just checking in. How's everybody doing? Wow. If you're new here, this is uh, Mic Check Melanin Magic. Uh, my name is Nisha. I'm actually just reaching out. Just reaching out, man. We are in some new, some new, new right now. We really are. And I wanted to check in. I wanted to send some love and, you know, touch base with the people, touch base with the energy of just being alive right now, being in these challenges right now. So today is April 9th, April 9th, yep, 2020. Today is actually the 100th day of this year. So we are 100 days in and our whole existence just went upside down, just literally went upside down. We are no longer in what we were before. Life is completely different than it was a month ago. The first show I did for the year, which is the only show I did for the year so far, it's almost like a lifetime went past and it's only been a month. It's really, it's really amazing and it's really scary and it's really so profound that we are here. It really is. So, where to start? Where to begin? What's going on? It's so much that we, we, we don't even have any type of blueprint for this. No one has it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we really are in some brand new times. It's really shocking. <laughs> It really is. But you know what? I'm here. You're listening to my voice. I'm still here. We're still here. If you're able able to press play on this podcast, you're here. You are alive. You were meant to be here. And that in itself is its own perfection. So, yeah. Wow. How are you guys feeling? What's going on? Touch base with me, you know, reach out email, reach out through Twitter, Instagram, social media at MC Melanin Magic. Um, email is contact my check at Gmail and just, you know, touch base, touch base with a sister. Let me know how y'all really doing out there. I named the show The Novel and I did it in an acronym. So it's N-O-V-E-L, Novel. What do we know about a novel? No, a novel's pretty much a book, right? Like if you think of a novel, the first thing that comes to your, your mind is a book. Um, and that is exactly what I intended it for it to do. I want you to think of a book. You know, we have this, this uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, you know, all over the, all over everything, every inch of our being everything we see and hear in the world now is nothing but that we're sheltered in place we're on pause I'm in the greatest city in the world NYC so we've been in this um, pause um, 
I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> we just been we we've just been on pause. <laughs> Life has completely well mostly stopped, you know, for the most part, except for the essential workers that need to be there. Um, the healthcare systems and transit systems and the main um, arteries are still pretty much going. Our restaurants are still open for the most part. Not all of them. Um, there are a few who are still open. They will probably be more open, uh, I would say, a week or two ago than they are now. Now there's less stores open than it even was a week or two ago. So, yeah, this will constantly probably just keep changing and keep evolving. Every hour, it seems like there's some new information Um from the government or just from another city you had no idea what they were going through and small towns and rural areas big city urban areas and on and on and on so we're constantly you know in this information of what's happening and it's changing so fast that you really can't keep up with it we really can't keep up with it but you know today is you know like my days have been is just been at home you know taking care of my daughter and making sure she's on top of what she has to do for education you know shouts out to all the little ones all the big little ones all the teenagers all the college students all the students getting their masters like shout out to everybody who just had to stop you had to stop everything you had to close your business you had to Pack up your stuff and get out of the dorm. You had to, you know, get your kids a laptop or whatever you had to do to make something work um, for the new reality. And it was abrupt. It was quick. It was confusing. It was a lot of stuff everywhere. And yeah, but we're here today. You know, it's about the moments, people. It's really about the present moment. So taking that deep breath. Remember, it's just about the moment. That's that's your key. That's your key to staying sane in this insanity. In this COVID-19, they call it a, a novel. It's called the novel coronavirus. I know you've heard it, but they've, they've kind of stopped saying the word novel. They were saying it a lot in the beginning. I would say like uh, mid-February, late February, they, was, they would throw it in there you know the the novel coronavirus but now they don't really say the word novel anymore but I feel like that word is essential is really essential for the spirituality of what's happening to us and to put it in an acronym I just I feel like it's it's saying now only victory enters life so n-o-v-e-l novel n now, oh, only the victory, e, enter, l, life. Now, only victory enters life. What does that mean? That means you got to tell yourself a new story about yourself. It's time to just start writing your own book. We don't know what this is. The reason it's called a novel virus, a novel coronavirus, is because they don't know what it is. They do not have... A blueprint for it they don't they don't know what it's going to do they don't know what it's going to do to your body they don't know how to really stop it they don't know how to treat it <laughs> they don't know how to cure it they don't know where it's coming from they don't know how some people have symptoms and some people don't they don't know how all of a sudden is just popping up in different 
places and in people and situations that never left the country. That's what they were telling us. Oh, you traveled, you have to quarantine. Then all of a sudden it just was like, oh, wait a minute. It's happening in Westchester, New York. And oh, wait a minute. Like, oh, let's just have Mardi Gras. So they kept with Mardi Gras. And then all of a sudden now it's a problem. And Louisiana is feeling it. Like it has been unreal to see how it's just unfolding like nobody has no information about what this is that is why it's called the novel virus but we're going to take it a little step further and we're going to use our spirituality right now because guess what (laughs) that's kind of all we got that's kind of all we got even if you still can go to work and you still can get a paycheck (laughs) that reality is is not the same it is not the same If you're at home right now and you can't go to work, it is not the same for you either. No one is going untouched in this. No one understands this novel. Nobody knows what is being written right now. But we're gonna take we're gonna take it there. We're gonna go somewhere else with this. We're gonna try to elevate our energy so that we can be progressive in not fighting or trying to uh, hide from it, but by literally standing grounded in it. There's nothing you can do about it. So the things you can do, that is what you do. You protect yourself, you wear your mask, you put your gloves on, you wash your hands. You know, you don't go out unnecessarily. Stay your ass at home, you know? Like, you have to be responsible for everything that is and can happen by you just grounding yourself in the moment and doing what you got to do. You know, the definition of novel is um, a long narrative work of fiction with some realism. That is exactly how it's defined. So if you say like the expression, um, oh, that's a novel idea. You know, you hear it in the movies or you might read it in another type of book. And basically all that is, is uh so it's something new and original and it's never been seen or used or done or just even thought of before. So the purity of that word speaks volumes right now. So what are we supposed to do with that, Nisha? What are we doing with that? That expression of the novel is going to be something that we can actually take into ourselves and process it spiritually. We can process it emotionally. How do we do that? We're going to have to tell ourselves a new story. You have to tell yourself a new story. You can't look at the world and say, okay, this is the story now that I'm going to tell myself. There's this virus. I'm scared. I'm fearful. I might die. You know, all of these these things, yeah, it could actually happen. That's, that's a real, real hardcore reality of it. You feel me? Nobody's... Nobody's hiding from that fact, right? But does God make us powerless? Absolutely not. We're creating his image. We have so much power in the things that we can't see. And that is the stuff. All of that stuff is the stuff that we have to be working with. The stuff that's called love, friendship. Helping thy neighbor, service, 
you know, some of them are actions, but I'm talking more about the things that you can control. But these are the things that society doesn't give any prudence to, you know, having confidence, you know, believing in yourself, having intuition, trusting yourself, trusting God, trusting your prayer, your meditations, your, your, your energy level, your positivity level, like telling yourself a new story, telling something different is what this is about. But that something is in your control and that something is you. That something is everything about you. Everything that you thought you were, everything that happened to you, everything that you experienced growing up, everything that's happening to you right now, everything that will happen to you in the future, it's all within you. That's the last show I did, Blindfolded, Perfection, is just that. And that's some, a lot of the stuff that I talked about was just the perfection of acceptance, knowing who you are, what you already are. You are literally the problem, the question, the solution, and the action. All of it. You have all of it. Not talking about solving the answer of what the hell is going on and how are we going to restart the economy. I ain't talking about any of that. Because of most of that, 95% of that is out of our control. But what we can control is how we are looking at it, our perceptions, how we feel about ourselves, how we're loving ourselves, how we're loving our children, how we're loving our family members. There's a lot of people out here hurting. There's a lot of people out here grieving. We have lost so many thousands of people. And these numbers are kind of blinding because you you see the numbers every single hour and you kind of forget these are human beings. These are families affected. These are These are people, these are human beings who have been thrust into something that they did not expect. And just like us who are living, trying to stay healthy and positive and all that, we're still doing the same thing. We're just doing the best we can with what we have and trying to keep ourselves safe and healthy as much as possible. Man, the perfection of what this is. Is he is really even weird to say that word right now, but this is part of the spiritual work you have to do. You have to work spiritually on yourself right now because that is what this is. This is a uh, all right, y'all, stop. World stop. When Beyonce said that shit, it was like, oh, it was kind of cool. It was like, oh, world stop. Hey, you know, but now it's like, Yo, the world actually stopped, y'all. Like, it stopped. (laughs) What are we doing? Like, what the, you know, like, what? It stopped? There's no grocery stores? What? I mean, well, grocery stores are still open, but there's some store, grocery stores that are closed. Like, in my neighborhood, there are some grocery stores that are closed. There are restaurants. Plenty of the restaurants are closed. Just depends on what each individual person or business has to go through. But, yo, like, everything stopped. So that's... That can't be nothing but God. That can't be nothing but the Spirit saying, I need y'all full attention right now. I need it now. And that is what we have to give. We have to give our full attention to right now. And that attention should not just be on the news. You know, it's not going to be just about conversations you have about it to any and everybody. Yes, we have to talk about it, but I'm talking about really giving all your energy to that. 
yeah, address it. Look at the news. Check in on your your folks. Check in on your neighbors. You know, do your job if you have to. And, you know, take care of your kids and make sure everybody's comfortable and safe and everything. But this is the time for spiritual work, people. This is the time for spiritual magic. Magic. I love that word. And that's the reason why I put it in the name of my show, Mike Check Melanin Magic, because the acronym of making a greater individual commitment is what I've literally lived by and has saved me so much. And I think that word is so magical in itself. And having that magic to see the spirit, to feel the spirit, is going to be the unseen stuff. It's, it's all the stuff that you can't see and you can't touch and you can't quantify, but you feel it and you know it and you trust it and you believe it. And that's the stuff that you really, really, really have to get into right now. And that's going to look different for every single person. But look in that mirror and stop running from all the shit you've been running from. Stop trying to avoid all the stuff you've been trying to avoid. It's time to start igniting those dreams the things you've been really wanting to work on, all that creative, all those creative juices that you've been having to like up, put to the side because you got to make sure that your boss don't see you doing this or you got to show up for this meeting or you have to get to this job and you're working there eight, nine, ten hours and then you got to come home and cook and clean and you're just living in this cycle. You got to go to sleep and wake up and do it all over again and all over again and all over again and you're just in this cycle. But now... For most of us, that cycle has stopped. And now you are free with your time. You're free with your space. It's not easy. It's not like it's an, a vacation. Like we're not all just sitting back enjoying this shit. Like it's trying. It's challenging. But give more effort and credence to the spirituality of what these moments right now are telling us and trying to teach us. What are we looking at? When we look in the mirror, you know, what are the things that you really have to start putting more energy and time into? And it's not for other people. It's for you. It's for your 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 purpose, your soul's purpose, your your actual service to humanity, to the communities, to whatever your being here has to do with. That's going to look different for every single person. You know, the corona, the coronavirus, we have to look at the words like novel. I'm, I've made that into an acronym. Again, now only victory enters life. I'm reclaiming that word in this, in the midst of this. And spiritually, even when I say novel, now only victory enters life, I just feel just really empowered by even saying that. So same way I use the word magic, making a greater individual commitment that I learned and I it's worked hard to embody, you know, that raises my energy up like, like that, like it just doesn't take a lot. So you use the words and you look at those as, uh, I guess like signs, you know, guideposts on the highway to let you know you're going in the right direction. So they're using the, the, the word itself, Corona. Corona means crown, you know. It's almost like, well, it's actually defined more like the, the spikes that are protrude, protruding 
from the membrane. That's why they call it a coronavirus because that's why they keep showing that same picture where it's a circle and then it's these little spikes, these red spikes coming out of it. That is the crown. That is the corona. You know what I'm saying? And they actually have that uh, have that definition in the in the origin of the word corona and it's I talked about this before but it's like the etymology of a word any word just shows the origin of it so it'll move and change over time based off of when the historical presence of that word was in society so you know the spikes protruding from the membrane you know resembling resembling a crown and it's also defined as that a luminous circle that's around the sun in an eclipse. So if you've ever seen a picture of an eclipse and you see the sun and the moon and you see the moon in front of the sun, for instance, and you see that that nice, beautiful glow around at that exact moment of the eclipse where everything is lined up, that is the corona as well. That aura around the moon, that, that little glare, that is what you see. That is also a corona. So putting all that together, we can say that the crown, a crown, any crown we know is a sign of royalty. See yourself as royalty right now. See yourself in the power in your spirit. Because if you are here right now, I said this in my last show, if you are here right now, you are no punk. Even if you're fighting for your life right now. You are no punk. We are humans, but we are not just human beings. We are spiritual beings in human bodies. You get me? You follow me? So see yourself as royalty. Tell yourself a new story. You have to change what you think about yourself in order for that novel to change. The novel of everything is what you tell yourself. So all the stuff that we've been telling ourselves, all those fearful thoughts, all the things we've been carrying from what people did to us or what happened in our childhood or what love broke my heart and all these things that just happen as a human experience. We take that stuff in and we literally process it and it becomes these unconscious actions and thoughts and reactions that we lose our power in. And this stillness is to help us get our power back. It's to redirect you back inside. You are the circle. You're the dot inside of the circle. Everything in the circle is everything else. That's everything outside of you. That includes your family, your friends, the community, the world. But you're the circle of it. If everyone did their part and told themselves a new story, that new story includes everything that you ever thought this world could possibly be. How about everybody got a fair wage? So I can sit back and I can have a safety net. I can have money in the bank because you never know what can happen. And I can actually go buy food. There's so many people that can't even go buy food right now. And it's not because they don't try, but people literally do not get their worth financially, monetarily. Those type of changes that we know as just humans that needs to be done. There's a homeless population. There should not be any homeless people in the United States of America. There shouldn't be that. We all know that, right? But you feel powerless and you're like, oh, this is the way it is. And you might give to a charity or you might go out there and actually do something about it, right? 
But even if you don't, what you can do is just change your mind about it. See it happen where there is no more homelessness. Change the story. When I'm saying change the story, it's not just change the story from the outside. It is change the story from the inside, but it's change the story overall. Whatever that looks like. You know, something new is being born right now. But it's dark. So something new is coming out of the darkness. And if you've heard any of the other sh- other podcast shows I've done, I talked about that in just the the law of the universe, the the universal law of polarity where there's two extremes of the same thing. So light and dark, if there's darkness, that means there's light. If there's light, that means there's darkness. So what we have to do in changing our story is literally put light in the darkness. So say it with me. We're all going to change our story so that we can what? Put light into the darkness because it's all one. We are all one. And I think that has never been more evident than what it is right now. We don't know what's going to happen. I call that show blindfolded because, and I said that because no one knows what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm literally blindfolded. And I almost, and I think I said I was free, I felt free in that. How ironic it is that now that freedom is coming in the form of the things you can't see. Freedom of your time, freedom of your space, freedom of the way you look at yourself and you look at others. So beautiful, so scary, so in the right now. We have to stay in the right now. We are the magic. We really are the magic in all of this. I don't have all the answers. I'm not trying to talk like I am. I really, I'm really not. I just want to share some positivity, some encouragement, and help you tap into the power that you do have. It's not, it's not a perfect science. It's not without tears. It's not without challenges and sacrifice. It is not without any of that. But it's also full of love, full of support, full of care. There's nothing to me more satisfying, I guess I can use the word to say, satisfying when you might be watching the news and it's just this all this stuff that's being reported and it's, it's really heavy to take in. And then they have this one bright story of, you know, this neighborhood that they do the dance party out in the street or the kids are doing... Um, thank you letters to essential workers. I love um, uh, Steve Hartman on the road. It's part of it's a segment that's on CBS Evening News. Um, usually every evening, um, it comes on at six thirty every e- every every evening. But the on the road segment is something they do once a week, so it's usually like the Friday. It's like the last happy uh, you know, story for, you know, the weekend pretty much to wrap up the week and Steve Hartman on the road. I I always loved that segment for years now. And he did that kindness one-on-one, um, 
kind of classroom at home type thing during everything that we've been going through for the last few weeks. And he did that, I believe, for a week. But he brought it back to do every Monday. And I'm telling you, there's nothing more satisfying when you see or hear about a story that just makes you feel so good. Or you might just, you know, have a teardrop, you know, when the heroes and the first responders are clapping for the healthcare workers and, you know, you got people donating food to hospitals and, you know, it, it, it just makes you feel so good. Like that's the stuff that when you hear it, you just magnify it in yourself and you just think of all the good things that you've seen for the day and all the good things you've done for the day for your child or for your husband or for your wife or for your mom or for your dad or for, you know, your neighbor, like use that energy surge of happiness even if it's just for five minutes, just use it because it's not going to waste. So, so much of the fear and negativity that's just floating around in the ethers, it got to be combated by something. There's a duality in it. So if you put a little, little more energy into the positivity, you'll see yourself move a little closer to feeling like that on the every day, every moment type basis, no matter what's going on around us. Again, easier said than done, but let's start somewhere. I'm truly in the belief that our spirituality is our new intelligence. Spirituality is our new intelligence. You're going to see a lot of things change when things actually start to change again. And we, we know now that our health and our safety is supreme. But that is only supreme because our love is supreme. Our love for ourselves, and that translates into the love for each other, the love for our families, the love for our communities, and our cities, and our country, and our community. No matter what, no matter what, we really, really, really got to get into that love, y'all. We got to get into that space of all the stuff that we can't see. Follow your intuition, protect yourself, do what you have to do, do the best you can do, tell yourself a new story. All right, y'all, so I just wanted to, you know, come on and share a little something something with y'all and pass on some love and some positivity and something you can actually utilize in your, in your, um, in your authority over your space and time right now. (laughs) So, yeah. You know, they, they think that the frontline workers, which we do, the healthcare workers, the doctors and nurses, the essential workers, like, yeah, we thank them, you know, the grocery store clerks and all of that, like, but there's a lot of people out there that's not getting enough praise. So I just want to give a shout out to all the teachers and administrators all over this country, all over this world who are still doing right by our kids. They're making sacrifices and they're readjusting themselves and going through the same challenges and still have to and still have to provide an education for children. And most of us are not set up for the technological advances of education. A lot of kids actually go to dirty-ass, old-ass school buildings, right? Regardless of what their family um, can provide for them as far as laptops and Wi-Fi and all of that. But they go into these, these, these old institutions and then out the blue, they just have to, out the blue, they just have to like 
create this online remote learning system. Like, shouts out to all the teachers, man. All the teachers and administrators. Shouts out to the sewage and water people. Like, I can still flush my toilet. I got water coming out of my faucet. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, the power's on. Thank God. I got gas on in my house. Thank you. Thank you for showing up and making sure that everybody shit is pretty much still on point. Like, for real. Thank you to the food pantries and the food banks. You know, thank you to all the people who are still doing a social service work. You know, the people that still protecting our kids, you know, and like child services or um, adoption services. The, you know, the people that's city or state or county employees who have to process our unemployment claims. You know, the benefits and all of that, like the snap workers and all that. Like, shouts out to y'all, man, because y'all still got to do y'all work. Y'all still got to help people get on point. To the people who's helping the homeless and the mental health professionals, shouts out to y'all. Everybody's under stress. Everybody's being pushed and, and pulled and and just all over the place. So there's support systems out there that are still functioning, and we thank you. They've been talking about this a lot. I know you guys have heard all the 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 news reports about the racial disparities of the healthcare system and you know how um, people of color are you know we're the ones dying the most. <laughs> we're always the ones dying the most. Like that shit ain't new. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, the fact that it's being highlighted right now is is the nitty-gritty of it. Why is that the nitty-gritty? Because it took the epidemiologists, the sociologists, the ones that were asking these questions weeks ago, before the story started to come out. They were the ones that were saying, wait a minute, like, hold up, like, there's 30% Hispanics in, like, 14% of this race or whatever. Like, wait a minute. And... People started to investigate, and now all of a sudden, everybody's talking about it. And the reason why, you know, people of color have always had these health challenges is because most of us, we don't trust the medical system. Like, do your history work. You know, black folks, we've been experimented on. They still be experimenting on us. They've always done it. Do your research, people. This ain't some new shit. But now that it's out there in the forefront... They're going to start putting policies in place. So the system that was in the past, now the novel of the new system is going to write us in fairly. Why? Because love is taking over. Love, love, love. Spirituality is the new intelligence. And love is at the foundation of that. So shouts out to you know, all the scientists and sociologists and epidemiologists and the journalists who are bringing all this to the forefront, like it's being appreciated and it's, it is being noticed. And it wouldn't it wouldn't be that way if this may have it may have never, never came out if this didn't happen. So we got to look at the positives that are coming out of this. All the parents at home, shouts out to you, all the parents trying to homeschool and work and just keep their damn sanity because the kids are driving you crazy (laughs) shouts out to the parents holla to the parents who are here representing (laughs) 
Because we ain't got no choice. We cannot send the damn kids to school. So now we got to be with them seven days a week. Every damn day. Every moment. <laughs> so shouts out to you. And get you a glass of wine tonight. Because you deserve it. <laughs> Play people. Let's just, uh, let's just raise up. Raise up light and love to everyone who's out here doing anything to help everyone to just put smiles on people's faces you know let's pray for those who are in a life that is upside down we're all upside down but the people who are grieving who've lost loved ones who've who's who've had their family and their friends just snatched from them because the system failed to protect us and keep our health and safety at the forefront much love, much love, much love, much light. Prayer and the grace of God to come over you in your pain and in your grief and in this confusion and uncertainty. So let's just keep everyone in our prayers who's lost someone, people who have people in the hospital still fighting for their lives, people who are scared to come home people who can't even hug their kids or who kids don't want to hug them like yeah we take a deep breath for them because that could be any one of us and I'm so grateful I'm so grateful I'm so grateful I have my family I'm so grateful I'm so grateful I'm so grateful I have a place to live and a place to call home so I can shelter at home so let's pray for each other let's love each other let's lift up the people who are still in harm's way who may have like had a surgery scheduled or some type of procedure scheduled now they can't do it people who have cancer can't get treatments you know on and on and on like the hospitals are not just for the COVID-19 patients they're for any and everyone who needs them and there are some people who are also dying because there are no services for the things that they need. So, yeah. So, it's a lot of people that, that need uplifting. But let's tell ourselves a new story. Let's just keep ourselves focused on what we can control. And that is how we see ourselves. The stories we tell ourselves. The love we have. The love we show. And let's just, let's just do the best we can and stay as safe as possible. So with that, I'm out of here. Much love and light. I'm going to talk to you guys soon. So again, this has been Mike Check, Melanin Magic. Contact Mike Check at Gmail or Twitter, Instagram, MC Melanin Magic. This your, this your homie Nisha. I'm here. We here. We're in magic. We're in love. And God is real. Let's just keep love in the forefront let's just do our best all right love and light kisses and hugs mic check melanin magic peace <laughs>